Hey world, you're listening to The Real Rob Taylor on realrobtaylor.com. Out of London, the Cans are a unique band with a unique sound. Their quirky brand of feel-good rock channels the likes of Green Day, Blink-182 and My Chemical Romance. Their next single, Borderline, lands on Friday the 11th of June. And joining me now for a preview of that and more is the Cans founder and frontman, Fabio Nania. How are you, Fabio? Hi everyone, thanks for having me, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Excellent, good, and um, uh, you're in London right now, Is um, uh, have you got a beautiful sunny day like the rest of the UK seems to? Oh yes, I'm sweating like an animal, so oh, I'm excellent. good. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, yeah, what an image you've uh, conjured up there. <laughs> cool, so tell us about the, um, uh, you, the cans have a really kind of uh, interesting pedigree, so, so tell us about the origins of the band and, and kind of how you, uh, how, you, how you started out and also how you got to where you are now. So um, I was in Italy in 2017 and I was playing shows for kids in the theatres and um, I kind of enjoyed it but I was a bit bored because my real passions was to, um, to make music and uh, to play in a band and so therefore because I used to do that in my teenage years I decided well you know what I'm gonna do it again but this time I'm gonna do it in a city that welcomes rock and roll as it's supposed to be and therefore I decided to fly up to London and uh, to start my own band. So I just uh, went from open mic to open mic night, uh, looking for musicians. <laughs> I, I met a lot of them that, you know, there's been many changes in the, in the course of the years. But in the end, I managed to, uh, to meet the fantastic drummer uh, Ian Zwiebel, which is the current drummer of the band. He, he came to play um, uh, in the rec in the music video of our single Take It All, and so we we were like, oh, guy, this guy is very good, so we're just gonna keep him. <laughs> and uh, and the bass player, which is um, Joaquin, that I met him when I was fourteen years old, and he came for an uh, um, exchange, cultural exchange in Italy when I was just you know just a kid. So we met there, we played there for a year in a teenage band <laughs> and high school. Um, and then uh, 10 years later, when I went to London, I found out with my surprise that he was already there working as a doctor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, and I was like, oh my God, I feel like this is like one of those um, very must cry movie <laughs> uh, of Hollywood. Uh, we, we come back together after so many years. <laughs> and so we started playing together again. And that's kind of how we all, everything started. Excellent. Wow. Okay. And so um, tell us about the musical progression of the band, because you've, um, uh, you, you know, you, you, your background, you know, you say you're playing for kids and stuff that kind of comes across in a good way in the music. You know, it's kind of it's, it's upbeat and it's jolly and it's kind of it's not, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not heavy, serious stuff. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, it makes you feel good to listen to it. So, so you know, that you can kind of hear that. But um, I've seen a lot of your videos. You have a lot of videos um, and a lot of good videos, too. And it'd be great to hear more about the, um, the production of those. But, um, but, you know, how's the music evolved? How has it kind of, um, uh, you know, from even from where you used to be in, in school playing, you know, how, how have you uh, sort of uh, got to where you are musically? Right. Um, so I was really, really... Um Currently, a really f a good fan of uh, pop punk bands from the 90s, from the 2000s. So, um, you know, as you uh, mentioned, it, Green Day, Blink-182, My Chemical Romance and stuff like that. Um, so when I was a kid, I was listening a lot to this uh, kind of bands um, and I was you know, playing this kind of music with my high school band, let's say. Uh, so 
when everything you know uh we broke up after the teenage days let's say and then we um we we took different paths basically so when i decided to get into music again and to come to london and starting uh, this new project i wanted to do something slightly different i didn't want to replicate the same kind of sound of the 90s the pop punk uh of, of you know california uh has given to me uh when i was a kid i wanted to give it something slightly new uh more new uh a bit more developed uh, and also a bit more expanded in terms of uh sounds in terms of um creative possibilities for this reason uh i started implementing uh, a lot of um electronic sounds and uh, special effects and or and also orchestral sounds in the um, in the in the songs to keep the pop punk vibe which i was really in love with and the rock guitars and the really fast and uh, complicated drumming but adding some of this new kind of sci-fi cyber punk tasters to make it a, li a little bit more interesting to give the, the audience something new uh, also i need to add uh, also that I, i have a background as a musical theater performer so Uh, because I was trained in the Musical Theatre Academy for three years and then worked across a lot of summer resorts with, uh, you know, shows like Grease or <laughs> I don't know, Notre Dame de Paris or Les Miserables, um, I really like the component of a, a little bit of musical theatre. And that's probably why you found a little bit of jolly vibes, as you mentioned just, yeah, just yeah. earlier on, uh, that it, it makes it kind of, you know, very expressive and a little bit less in the, um, in the old school punk way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit less uh, angst and anxiety, and it's you know, it's yes. um, yeah, yeah, a bit, bit more uh, upbeat and a bit uh, happier generally. Yeah, 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 sure. Cool. Okay, so your um, your single uh, is uh, going to be out. Your next single, I should say, is um, is going to be landing on Friday the 11th of June. Uh, that's called Borderline. Um, just tell us a bit about what Borderline is about. So uh, Borderline is a song that um, uh, speaks about this kind of duality that uh, exists in each and every one of us because every day we wake up, we live our life and every time we, we feel kind of this kind of little guilt inside, you know, like, are we doing the things right? Are we doing the things wrong? We need to follow the rules. We need to do the things as it's supposed to be. But at the same time, we want to do a lot of things that they're not supposed to be done just because they're fun, uh, because it feels natural to do them. Um, so in the song, I, I, I quote about, you know, when, when you want to know, just have a swim or um, after you've eaten but it's wrong you know because <laughs> you, you can really feel bad after that yeah. but, but um or having to behave always in a certain way so always being kind even if you're really really angry with someone yeah. uh, always being polite always being diplomatic so it creates this kind of um borderline personality in yeah. each and every one of us because we are split in two sides the ones the side that it's natural that it's real that it's authentic and uh, that wants to act like the the real person that you are and the side that instead is acting like the, the society is expecting you to to behave especially with social media nowadays um you know the way we look at society through the ads and, th and through commercials and through movies uh, we all get an idea that is very alienating in a way mm -hmm. so we we literally get split in two sides of, uh, of our own personality and that's that's where the term borderline comes from 
to to uh, symbolize this kind of duality in in, in each and every one of us. Excellent. All right. Well, let's uh, let's have a listen to it. Uh, this is going to be out on the 11th of June. Uh, the Cans. This is Borderline. Remember to be kind. Remember, don't tell lies. And don't betray your friends. The calm eyes watching all the time. Don't talk to strangers, no. No swimming after lunch. And don't forget to upload those Tinder pictures with your tongue. The system's crashing in my mind Is it cool to be alright? But the stars blow up and that's why they're so bright Boom, boom, hey, hey. Point your finger to the sky Cause the human attitude that you can play Check my heart is beating you fast It's a thing that is flowing through my mind don't need to ask why Truly broken, you won't listen to this tune If you're an honest man You must admit it, man We live a life through legal and illegal freaky jabs The system's crashing in my mind Is it good to be alright? But the stars blow up and that's why they're so bright Put your finger to the sky Cause the human attitude you Check my heart is beating fast It's a thing that is flowing through my mind don't need to ask why You can do it every time Just be proud of your own crime It makes you borderline Those are my family In this world of twisted plots Kill the pain with fuck and roll Share the scream and make it blow Into this spicy show Point your finger to the sky Cause the human attitude will keep you away Check my heart is beating fast It's a thing that is flowing through my mind And it's only to ask why
Cans and their next single, Borderline. That's out on the 11th of June. Still with me is Fabio of the Cans. And um, uh, so Fabio, just uh, just while the track was uh, was playing there, we were talking about your videos um, and how kind of well produced they are. And um, you were saying that you know this is you're very kind of specific about what you want, and you you know you determine how everything looks and feels. And I think that I think that's kind of it was it was easy for me to to identify that there is you know a kind of common thread throughout the music and the videos and and the way this looks and so um you know i, I didn't know for sure that it was you but uh, you know just uh, just sort of explain uh, briefly about how you you know how, how you manage all of this creativity all at once um so uh it's so usually um i remember you know when i was a kid i used to watch a lot of mtv uh, and uh, seeing these amazing shows, uh, amazing music videos on MTV. And they were looking spectacular, of course, because they were made by big uh, labels with a lot of money. But I always had a, a bit of a dream to uh, one, end, one day be able to produce these things by myself, even without a, a label behind, because at the moment we are independent artists. And so, uh, therefore, I just, uh, <laughs> I used to put, you know, my song in the MP3 player. You remember those, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> MP3 player. They're not used anymore, but I used to just put them in my ears and jumping around the room and I was literally imagining imagining all the, the, the possible music videos and not just the music videos, not just the concept of the music video, but every little frame yeah, of yeah. the music video, every little scene for every chord, every moment. So. When I grew up, and um, you know, now I'm 29, so I'm, I'm I'm like you know in a position in my life where I can do more stuff that I want to do, and I'm like, all right, I really want to put that into into something, and so I started listening to my own songs after I produced them, mixed them, and, and mixed and mastered with a. Um, with the engineers and then I was just listening to them um, on repeat and I was imagining again imagining all the the possible frames and all the possible script what was this song giving to me in terms of emotion in terms of storyboard what could be possibly um, done to represent the song as best as possible and so and therefore i come out with this script that i write myself um you know on a, on a blank paper of word <laughs> document and i just write down all the script and i give it to a videographer that i uh specifically choose myself um there's always people willing to work for that because they're there's many, many videographers in London. Yeah. And, uh, and I just choose the people from their portfolio. And I'm like, all right, I really love your art. Please come work for me. And I'll just give them the script. And that's how everything gets built together in what then becomes, I think, the aesthetic of the cans. Um, and also, you know, a way to make people not only entertain with the songs, but uh, make it worth to go on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the look and feel of the whole the whole package really so what's interesting is you're not going to a the same kind of uh the, the say the same video production um uh, you know individual or house or you know group or company or anything like that it's somebody different every time but at the same time you can see that the, you know there's the uh the sort of common thread of the of um of your creativity coming through that as you know and that's it's interesting so how does that sort of tally with the music then how do the three of you write um, so usually I am the main songwriter, so I basically um, come, you know, start from a melody that I have in my head. Uh, I never, I don't think I ever started from the words, except maybe one or two times from, 
I never started from the lyrics. I usually start with like with a melody that it comes very randomly in my head. It's just like when you have to take a piss, you know. <laughs> if you have to take a piss, you don't, you're not like you know. I have to take a piss. You just have to take a piss. You're like, oh, fuck, oh, I need to go to the bathroom because I need to take a piss. <laughs> I think I think it's, it, it works pretty much the same way with uh, with music. You're just like, oh, I need to take a song, <laughs> so, and so you just put it down on your phone or whatever little uh, crappy recorder you have by hand mm -hmm. uh, you record a little melody and then everything starts from that little four barred four bars um, melody in which you create this little little world then then it becomes a full arrangement in which I put everything sometimes too much it was like my mixing engineers tells me always man you need to you need to take away some stuff because it's too much no, really <laughs> so <laughs> no no actually they're very happy to work with it because it's a bit more different uh, but at the same time I need to be careful because I, I tend to put uh, really a lot of instruments uh, into a track um, so, so yeah, that, that, that's basically what, what happens. Then I, I create the song, uh, the full arrangement. I, I think about the, also the, the kind of drums and bass part in a very, uh, in a bit more approximative way. Mm -hmm. And then I give them to the bass player and to the drummer. Uh, to, to um, optimize it, basically. Right, right. So, once they've done their parts, then there is post-production in which I I have the most fun because that it, it means like you know using synthesizers and uh, uh, risers, downers, special effects, and that's that's really when my music producing uh, skills comes in, and I really really enjoy it because that's very creative. Excellent. So you so you know so you're the kind of one man production house. Um, the the uh, something I'm interested in actually is uh, Italian is is clearly your uh, native language uh, but your English is excellent and thank you, you I really <laughs> you, you have no idea how ex how I appreciate what you just said it's <laughs> no, thank it's, you no, no it's true it's true I mean it's um, I know a tiny bit of Italian but not not you know I'm far from fluent but um, but yeah so I, I'm always uh, I'm always a little bit jealous of people who can speak English um, uh, much better than I can speak their language but um, and it makes me want to learn more languages but anyway that's a, that's that's another uh, story Italian but, is useless so you're not losing anything <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's Italian and Spanish. If you you know you can you can jump between the two, I guess uh, they're they're similar. Uh, is that not correct? Well, to be honest with you, everybody says that, and it's probably true. But nevertheless, every time I see I hear someone speaking in Spanish, I just can't get it what he's no, saying. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably my default, my like my lack of um, um, interest in that. I don't know something no, like potentially. that. Potentially, <laughs> okay. All right. So so there's another thing I'm wrong about. But anyway, um, so <laughs> so um, the the. Um, uh, what I was going to ask you is um, when you're writing lyrics because you sing in English um, do you write them in Italian and then translate them or do you write them straight off in English um, no I write directly in English yeah right, I never okay. uh, I think you know uh, Rob I think uh, rock music um, because it's born in, in California uh, no well, not in California but you know the punk rock scene has been yeah, very present yeah. in California and uh, in UK um, so where, where it's spoken English language I think you know, in my mind, it's it's really made for this kind of language. I think English is perfect for rock and roll. Um, well, Italian, <laughs> it's a very funny thing, but if you think about it, the Italian words are very long. So, therefore, if you want to say something in Italian, you need... <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of verses to to tell, to say it. While in English, the verse the, the the words are very short, like one two syllables maximum, and so it's fantastic. It's just, you can say thousands of things in just one verse. It's amazing. And, so, <laughs> and this is uh, why a, a Verdi opera goes on for hours. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just more comfortable, and also yeah. I like the way it sounds. The language English is just so musical for me. Good. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting uh, kind of um, take on it, and it's certainly something that I think certainly I and, uh, and most other native English speakers wouldn't even notice. You know, it's just something we take for granted. So it's always interesting to hear, you know, that external point of view. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I love uh, your language. Oh well, thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't invent it. It's not the you know, I just I just talk it but um, thank you for supporting it though <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thank you for my input oh well thank you I'm uh, that's not something I ever thought I'd be thanked for but uh, but cool okay I'll, I'll take that um so uh but let's talk about new music then so I I know that you're not a fan of releasing albums uh, but you've got a lot of music on the way tell me uh how that's going to work uh, so, um, yeah, I'm not a fan of releasing albums because I just think that unless you are a, a you know, mainstream artist, you know, on the top charts and uh, best Spotify playlist, unless you're into in, you know, in, in that kind of position in the music industry, rarely people are going to listen to a full album. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm sure there are still people that do that. Uh, I'm not saying that there's nobody doing it because especially in, for rock and alternative rock music, uh, there is a lot of people who still buy albums, v uh, vinyls and stuff like that. But because I really, really care about the songs that I write, I want to be sure that every single song that I write gets the right um, promotion, the right attention, and, and it gets heard by the people that could be potentially interested. Because let's be honest, um, in a world where music gets released every day by thousands and thousands, millions of people on Spotify, there's, I, I don't know how many releases have been uploaded on Spotify every day, but really a lot. Mm -hmm. If you want a song just one song to get heard by a lot of people it takes a lot of uh, effort and a lot of work and for this reason i prefer to uh release one single um every one or two months so that the people can really appreciate what it is all about and also i can tell that a lot of uh mainstream artists are doing pretty much the same thing because they are releasing uh a lot of singles and maybe one album every 30 years so it's not it's not even that uncommon practice to be honest <laughs> um what we're doing right now is we're keeping on the recording stuff uh, the drummer is recording the drums at the moment for 14 tracks um and uh, which i wrote myself and then it's gonna go to the bass player and then i'll do my part with the vocals guitars and post-production um but yeah it's it's gonna it's gonna sound i think amazing it's gonna still be in the kind of pop punk uh 90s 2000s but with a lot a lot of new cyberpunk and uh, uh electronic sounds that will feature it so it will make it much more different than what you heard before well, awesome! Uh, this is uh, this is exciting stuff, and, and also knowing, you know, having seen the stuff and you know, having seen the videos and heard the music they've created so far, to hear that there's you know this this kind of um, second wave or third wave um, to, to you know to make it sound like a pandemic. Uh, is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I mean that's that's what I. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not comparing it to COVID, um, but <laughs> but but to, but to hear this, um, you know, you've you've basically instead of 
having you know doing the sort of single promotional single and an album route you're, what you're doing is just a you know a string of music basically and and that's uh, it's certainly a very kind of novel way to uh, to approach it and i think that that's you know that's a really valuable um uh, kind of test bed if you like um for uh, for you know for, for making and, and selling music and making money from music in um it, you know in this new environment that that everybody's kind of currently exploring yeah, if you think about it, uh, let's say I release 14 tracks, then for six months, I'm going to be just, uh, I don't know, just be bored in my bed because I'm, I don't have any other things to do. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> if I have always some, uh, some songs that I can work on, you know, I can release in, this, in, the sa in, in a bit uh, longer time the same amount of song, but I, I'm still enjoying it because I, I can make music every day and I can work on a different song every day. And so uh, it keep, it's also for my own mood, for my own uh, mental health, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds, um, it, it, it makes perfect sense, but it, it's, uh, it's just not something I've heard of people doing before. And I guess it's the, uh, you know, the, that thinking out of the box you know just doing things differently as we were talking about earlier yeah. um that uh, that's yeah I, I, i'm going to be fascinated to see how that how that uh, all works um and you know which way's better and whether it may, may, maybe you know some bands are better off releasing albums uh, certainly um uh, talking to Twisted Illusion, they're, they're you know they're making concept albums, so obviously their tracks wouldn't work as a as, as a you know just separate singles the whole time because everything kind of joins together. Um, yeah. So so I guess it's uh, you know there's a, there's a place for all of that, but I've never heard of anybody you know adamantly not releasing an album <laughs> or or even <laughs> e or even an EP, you know, just saying yeah, it's just going to be track after track after track. So so you know I'm going to be really uh, really excited to see how that works out. Um, touring uh, and gigs anything coming up yeah we're uh, because we're very busy with the new um album slash mm, not album. Of, <laughs> album slash batch of singles um and we are waiting to start in september so we have uh the moment six or uh, five or six gigs uh, from September till December, uh, all, all across UK. Cool. Uh, I'm so excited about it. Uh, we are also excited to go back on stage because it's been a whole year since the last gig. Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, because of COVID. So uh, last gig we played was uh, in February 2020 at the a workshop and um, road trip and the workshop in Shoreditch in London, right. and uh, and we were already really uh, feeling the fear for what was coming up. Mm -hmm. um, but now we're happy because after summer we already uh, some shows are booked, and so we're gonna obviously promote them on all of our social media. Uh, tickets will be up soon, hopefully, and um, <clears throat> yeah. So we'll go to Rotterdam, we go to Northwick, we'll go to. Uh, Manchester, we go to, uh, we have two or three dates in London. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll have a little bit of fun and probably more dates will be confirmed soon, hopefully. Uh, you can, um, I don't know, this is, I think your enthusiasm is contagious. I'm really excited to, to, to hear and see everything that, that, that kind of comes up from this. So, um, so yeah, you know, um, it, it, it's going to be awesome to see you live. Just before we go, is there, um, uh, who, who do you listen to? Who's on your Spotify playlist at the moment? Uh, in my Spotify playlist, all right, uh, I can check it right now if you don't mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have a few. Uh, actually, I, um, I like to listen to very much different points. And then also, if you think about the Discovery Weekly feature on Spotify, I like a lot of songs that I don't even know who are they from, who made them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let me have a look. So I've got uh, Youngblood, I've got Machine Gun Kelly, 
got Zebrahead, Fall Out Boy, Falling in Reverse. The last album is amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, Nothing But Thieves, um, Mike Shinoda, uh, <laughs> the new <laughs> single. I really like the new single. Uh, McFly, um, All Time Low. There's a lot of pop punk bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also some Thomas uh, Bergensen, which is Two Steps from Hell, basically. <laughs> uh, and uh, Hans Zimmer. I love Hans Zimmer. <laughs> oh my God, I love Hans Zimmer. Oh, I mean, I wonder if there's anyone in the world who doesn't love Hans Zimmer. How can you not love Hans Zimmer? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, possibly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, it's certainly not somebody who's... Uh, he, he's not made an appearance on the, uh, on the show before. Nobody's mentioned it. So I think that that's, uh, that's certainly something to, to look out for. But I mean, if the, uh, when, you're, when you're touring, um, do you know who you'll be touring with? Or will, it, will that vary? So we, yes, we're going to be in tour with uh, Alice is Sleeping, which is um, a fantastic alternative rock band. Um, we're going to be playing a few shows with them and some other shows that we have in London. Instead, we are going to be headlining on a Saturday night. So it's going to be uh, a mess. It's yeah, going to be a mess. Fantastic. It's going to be great. No, no, it sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Wonderful. Okay, well, um, I'm going to let you go and enjoy the rest of the sunshine. Um, the, uh, the, just remind us of the single, the, the, the name and when it's out. Uh, yes, so Borderline is out on the 11th of June uh, on every streaming platform. You can already pre-save it right now. Um, there is a link in the bio of our Instagram if you want to check it out. Uh, and uh, if you can pre-save it, actually, it's going to be a big, huge help for us. And uh, so, yeah, looking forward to release it. Excellent. So follow you on Instagram is the best place to find out the, uh, the latest info. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Awesome. Fabio, it's been uh, an absolute delight having you on. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you so much to you, Rob. I had so much fun talking to you and you are really, really a lot of fun person. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you very much. You flatter me with, with, with these, uh, with, with so many compliments and my, my contribution to the English language and everything. Oh, you're giving me such a big head. But, uh, <laughs> no worries. But, but, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm left speechless. So I, I will thank you. Fabio Nania, uh, founder and frontman of The Cans. Thank you so much for joining me thank you have a great night don't forget you can find all the links you need to connect with the cans on the show page of the website just go to realrobtaylor.com and search for the cans that's k-a-n-z uh get on the guest list while you're there never miss a show uh and subscribe on your favorite podcast app just search for real rob taylor thanks once again to fabio from the cans for joining me in this episode and thank you for listening the real rob taylor on realrobtaylor.com the Real Rob Taylor is a Reads More production. All tracks in this show are protected by copyright and have been included with the express permission of the copyright holders. All rights reserved. Play it loud.